You're listening to Fuel Radio, inspiration and training to fuel your day. Now here's your host, Rod Jans. Hi everyone, welcome to Fuel Radio. Today my guest is Russ Yeager. Russ is one of the top fitness coaches in the world, but he wasn't always fit and healthy. After winning an international physique transformation contest himself, Russ was inspired to leave his career as a CPA and dedicate his life to helping others look and feel amazing and reach goals they never thought possible. Russ is a body and business transformation specialist, multiple business owner, author, and speaker. In today's interview, we talk about three ways your mindset could be sabotaging your progress toward the transformation that you've been searching for. And we talk about the one brutally honest reality check that will change your outlook forever. Now, please enjoy my conversation with Russ Yeager. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Fuel Radio. On the line with me today is Russ Yeager. I've been really excited to uh, talk to him. I've been in, in preparing and looking through his bio and his materials. Uh, it just seems like a really good fit for where we've been at lately with Fuel Radio. So welcome to Fuel Radio, Russ. Hey, Rod. Thanks so much. Pleasure to be on with you, brother. Before we go too deep or start giving advice or anything like that, I think you have a real interesting story and in doing lots of interviews I find that sort of what people went through as a as a child sometimes later affects what they do later in life it sounds like we're going to talk about health and fitness today and a, and a and a healthy mindset but um yeah just describe your childhood and how that relates to what you're you're doing today yeah 100% it, it you know it, everybody's got their story you know it's so easy on you know, especially social media nowadays, you see, you know, people that are successful. Well, first of all, you can't really tell, right? Because people can, can put their highlights. But, you know, lots of times it's so easy. Uh, you know, we see somebody who's really successful with their physique or, you know, maybe their business or money relationships. And we think that they just magically got there. And, you know, what, what I've learned from myself and, and who, you know, talking to mentors and other successful people is that it's a long road. You know, it, it's a path. So, you know, I'm 44 years old. I have uh, three, you know, kids three and under. Uh, three and a half year old son, you know, twin boy and girl that just turned two. So I don't have any more time than anybody else. I run two personal training studios, you know, have 13, soon to be 14, you know, coaches that work for me, uh, have, you know, trained private online clients past, past 17 and a half years, you know, have a men's group with, uh, you know, over 5,000 people in my private Facebook group. And I, you know, keep six pack abs is kind of my, you know, uh, rule of thumb of staying in shape or at least visible abs, maybe not six packs, you know, 365 days a year and run circles around guys half my age. And, and I don't say that to brag. I say it for motivation and inspiration because I don't have great genetics. I actually, you know, grew up the chubby kid who loved to eat and I still love to eat and can still down, you know, an extra large pizza and a tub of ice cream without blinking. And sometimes I, I mess up and, and I do. So yeah, I grew up in, in Birmingham, uh, Alabama. You know, I have a large uh, client base in the UK. I always joke with them, you know, in case you can't tell from the accent, it's, it's Alabama, not England. And, uh, you know, had two great parents and, but I remember, you know, kind of a turning point for me. I grew up, I wasn't fat. I'm a tall guy. I'm six, six. So, you know, in clothes, I look fine. But when I'd go to the pool, you know, I had this spread of fat around my stomach, the spare tire. And it seemed like all my buddies had the flat stomach, the abs, and I was always jealous and they didn't really pick on me. They picked on me a little bit. Um, you know, and it, it wasn't really bullying or anything, but it just bothered me inside and I didn't know how to do it. And I always wanted to, man, one day I'm going to get one of those you know, fit, lean, muscular physiques. Hulk Hogan was one of my, you know, heroes. I actually ended up getting to meet him, which was pretty cool. But, you know, I remember, so kind of, you know, we, we talk about those, is there an event, a life-changing event? So one for me actually had two. So at 12 years old, 
you know, my dad got one of the big VHS cameras when they first came out and he's doing home videos and he says, Russ, introduce yourself. And I said, my name's, I was a shy kid. So I was pretty quiet. I said, my name's Russ. You know, I like soccer. I like basketball. I love my dog, Rudy. Had a Basenji dog with a circular tail, if you know those. And then I paused and looked down and I said, and I'm fat. And uh, my mom and dad both looked at each other like, you know, awkward science didn't silence, didn't know what to say. And then my mom said, you know, seven words that, you know, really made a huge impact on my life. She said, Russ, you're not fat. You're just husky. And the reason she said that is, you know, going back to school shopping, I had to get the husky pants, which was, you know, doesn't mean you're not fat, but, you know, nice way of saying you, you can't fit in the normal pants. And so it just fired me up. You know, I was like, all right, I'm going to figure this out. And I remember I just went outside and started running and ran and ran and ran. And, you know, I guess I got a little healthier, but didn't know how to eat right. You know, did, body didn't change at all. I uh, got introduced to weights, uh, played basketball, being a tall guy. And I really liked just lifting weights. You know, it made me feel good, made me feel strong. You know, I definitely put on some muscle, but, you know, still way too much body fat. You know, I didn't really, I guess I looked, you know, bulky, but, you know, no definition. Um, you know, when I get into something, get really obsessed. And so, you know, late teens, early 20s, I, you know, really started uh, getting serious about it. You know, got pretty darn fit. You know, but just like a lot of us, you know, I went to school, I got my undergrad master's in accounting. And so I started working a real job, you know, late night business dinners, you know, too much, you know, alcohol partying in my 20s. And even though I was working out, you know, found myself at 27, you know, it's like, man, I really want to figure this part out of my life, my life out. And so I said, I'm going to get serious, you know, just like, and this is probably, I mean, maybe less than one, you know, the day is like, if you really want to change something, number one, make a decision starts in your mind. And, you know, if you just have that mental um, uh, desire and, you know, you're burn the bridges and you're, you're determined, like you're going to find a way. I found as I get older, like find somebody that's already done what you want to do, take advantage of, of their, you know, learning from their mistakes, their, their coaching. So I hired a coach, um, you know, top uh, natural bodybuilder in the world. He trained me online, entered a physique transformation contest, took my body fat from over 25% under 5% in 12 weeks won the contest, you know, got sponsored by a supplement company, got to be a sponsored athlete at the Arnold Schwarzenegger Classic, started writing for some of the bodybuilding fitness magazines. And, you know, as soon as I started getting more questions about nutrition and working out than I did debits and credits and accounting, I, I knew it was time to quit my career as an accountant, quit my job and, and started doing what I was put on earth to do. It, it just looking through your bio again, too, it seems like you have a real heart for working with men, like male entrepreneurs and maybe even men in the gym, where, where does that come from? I do. It's a great question. So interestingly enough, most of my, so my first online client was a, was a guy, you know, young kid that, that came to me and I helped him and he was, he, he had a lot of body fat and he, you know, I helped him. He entered a, you know, bodybuilding competition, um, you know, which we can talk about, you know, more the benefits of, I think it's really important to have short-term goals. I was thinking also think it's important to have long-term goals, the, the combination. And he got totally shredded, you know, did really great. And the proudest thing I am, uh, his name's Jim. He's still in great shape today. You know, what is that, you know, 18 years uh, later, which is one of the hardest parts. You know, I, I wish I could say every one of my clients I've helped transform, you know, was still in great shape. And, you know, so many of us, if we don't change our patterns, our habits, our mindset, go back, you know, and uh, that's my real mission now is not only to help men transform, help them to make it a part of their life for the rest of their life. And so most of my clients in my uh, studios in Atlanta, we're probably about 70% female, 30% male. So we have both. And I love, you know, working with ladies and, and, you know, we all know how much pressure 
women have to look a certain way and, and on all the unrealistic expectations. But like guys have the same thing, you know, especially in today's society. And we have pressure to, you know, be the breadwinner, you know, to, to take care of the kids, to be tough, not to show your emotions. And, you know, and, and again, it's, it sucks looking in the mirror and having a, you know, big fat hanging over your stomach or man boobs. And, and we don't talk about it, you know, but, but it, it wears on us on the inside. And so, um, I know, again, I can work with ladies. I like working with ladies, but I know what it's like to be a man. Um, I know the, the challenges, um, I, you know, I can, can relate more. And I heard a statistic, you know, recently of how, I don't remember the exact number, but the, the male, you know, late teen, early 20 suicide rate is so high. And I know that, you know, working out is not going to solve all your problems, but it definitely makes you feel better about yourself, increases your confidence, you know, your energy and your body. And so if I can, you know, I've having two young boys, if, if I can make a difference, you know, there, that's, that, that's kind of what drives me in, in working with men. Yeah. I, one of my contracts is with an organization that helps people who are in crisis. And I just recently came across a statistic. It, this is everyone like ages 15 to 24 and suicide is the second highest rate of most common way that people die in that age group, you know, so depression and, and, uh, it's crazy, man. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy and unfortunate. unfortunate, Um, you know, and, and it seems like actually this is something I'm wondering how you deal with this. I'm just throwing, this is a real curveball. I'm just throwing this out there because I'm doing, okay. okay. (laughs) Maybe we can, maybe we can discuss this because, People are depressed, but at the same time, I, I, you you maybe feel this pressure, and and I feel it in spreading this message. And I want to be really careful not to shame people. And it's even been in the news lately as well. Um, you know, how do we? What's what's the healthy approach? What's the healthy message so that we we aren't making people feel worse? We aren't making people more more depressed. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, you and I, we've experienced it. We know how good it makes you you feel and the changes in attitude, but um, it just seems like in today's society, we got to be really careful about how we talk about it and and share that message. And I really don't want people to feel worse. So, you know, how do you, what, (laughs) have you encountered that? What's your, what's your approach to that? Yeah, that's a, that's a great point, Rod. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you in my, so I have a platinum group uh, for my men's, you know, online coaching and, and we meet every Wednesday and talk. And one of the first things I do is, have people share success stories and it, you know, and they get highlighted and everybody, you know, you know, the whole idea is it motivates other people. And I had one gentleman who, you know, suffered with, with mental, you know, depression and mental illness. And, and he, you know, I, thankfully he was transparent with me that that always bothered him because he wasn't, you know, he had a lot of weight to lose and he wasn't doing as well as some of the other guys. And so it's, it's, it's a hard thing, you know, and, it, and, and, you know, for, and I wish I had the perfect answer for me, you know, what I try to tell a guy, look, you're awesome, dude. Like you're an amazing person, no matter what you're perfect where you are, you know, and let's, you know, what do you, first of all, I see what, are, what do you want? Right. And, and kind of my thing is I, you know, I talk about the, the physique and, you know, I have my 30 day get shredded program and, and abs and stuff, you know, and that attracts, you know, the, you know, I try to, my goal is to attract people, you know, through the, through fitness, you know, through my physique, through my energy, and then to help change their lives, you know, with my heart, attract them with my body, help change their heart, change their lives with my heart and my mind. And I think that's a big part of it is, is if people can, people can sense like where your heart, you know, where your soul is, if, if you're there for them and just really trying to be encouraging, motivating. I mean, you know, I have guys that, you know, they'll quote unquote mess up, you know, fall off the plan, you know, time after time after time, but it's like, Hey, it's okay. 
you, you could start over as many times as you want. We had our, our call yesterday and you know, there's some guys going through some, some pretty big challenges. I said, but I, one guy I was like, dude, you're on the call every week. You're not hitting your workout plan perfectly, but you're hit, you're doing some and you're not, you know, the only way you can lose, you know, life punches you in the face. If you don't get up, you just got to keep, you know, getting up. So trying to be encouraging. Um, again, I, I don't know if I have the perfect answer. It's, it's definitely a huge problem, but I think it's letting people for, at least for me, letting people know, you know, letting, letting people, you know, you're really there for them, your, your hearts for them, you know, again, but if they want to change, you know, staying on them to, to do the things that they need to do to actually change as well. Yeah, I think that's really good. So what I hear you saying is if, you know, if people have a desire to change that, that you can help them. And, um, and, and, and this is maybe a way out of depression and it, it is a way to, to feel better, you know, like there's all kinds of things going on, isn't there? I, I, I regularly, I find, you know, when I go for a walk or jog for, you know, at about 30 or 45 minutes, the, the endorphins kick in and I, I, I start to feel good. And that, and that feels, that feels great later, you know, or maybe playing my favorite sport here in Canada. It's, it's hockey. You know, if you, I want to be healthy and fit so that I can go out and do that because again, going skiing or, or playing hockey, I, I, I just feel great for the next few days. I don't know what it is. It's just so energizing. And, and, but, but if I, if I'm not fit, can't do those kinds of things. And that's a big part of the motivation for me to stay healthy and fit. hundred percent, man. I mean, it takes, you know, as, as men, we have, you know, we have testosterone, like we're meant to be hunters and to, you know, move our bodies and, you know, do aggressive things. And if, if we're just sitting behind a computer all day, you know, that's being suppressed. And, you know, although it takes, there's one, you know, magic trick is, you know, or, or hack is, you know, it takes time to, to build your physique and health. But if you go out and just do one work, one workout's not going to change your body, but one workout can change your mood. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is like, if I'm, if I'm in a good mood, if I'm in a bad mood and a lot of people think, man, how are you so positive? Like so positive all the time. I, same reason. It's the same answer as to how do you have, you know, a, a, a good physique at 44, you know, for, for 25 years. It's I've worked at it every single day. You know, I can get just as depressed as anybody else. You know, I constantly am focused on number one, playing defense. I don't watch the news um, at all. Cause it's all negative. And, you know, and number two, just putting positive things into my mind. So it's, it works, you know, it's a process. You have to work at it, but one workout won't change your body, but it can change your mindset like that. If I'm, if I'm depressed or feeling bad, I go work out. I feel really good. If I'm already feeling good, I feel friggin' unstoppable. And that's not just, I mean, that's something that anybody, you know, can do is, is, and it doesn't even have to be a workout, just moving your body, putting on music you love. Um, which again is why I'm, this is why I'm so passionate about, the physical it's it's not just about, you know, looking good, having muscle, you know, it's, it's your energy for your whole life, everything you do. Mm -hmm. So you've, you've touched on it already. Let's, let's keep going with uh, mindset. And then I wouldn't mind talking about weight loss, but I recognize it in myself, just all of the resistance <laughs> to, to getting up. Like even this morning, I, I think I delayed about 30 minutes getting out of bed and getting on with my, my day and my workout. What, what are uh, you, you mentioned this in your, interview topics, three ways your mindset could be sabotaging your progress toward the transformation you've been searching for. Do you mind uh, touching on that and sharing that with us? You, you probably. Absolutely, brother. I mean, mindset is, is so huge in, in everything. And like I said, it, it, this doesn't come natural to me. Like I didn't even know what, until I was, you know, 20, after I won that contest, you know, 28, 29, late twenties, I started, I guess I was, I was introduced to my first personal development, actually my same coach, who my fitness coach invited me to a 
uh, personal development conference. I didn't even know what that was. And I was like, wow, this stuff is amazing. And so most people, you know, don't even know. I didn't, didn't have any idea. Uh, so I've been, you know, working on it. But what I found, so the three things, you know, when we, we can talk in detail, you know, whatever you want about the, the X's and O's, you know, if a successful, you know, fitness, weight loss program, whatever you want to call it, you know, you got to exercise, you know, you can't, can't get out of that. Um, you know, you've got to have, you know, uh, some kind of good nutrition plan. And then you've got to have mindset, you know, and, and a lot of people ask me, which is the most important, you know, a lot of people say eating is the, you know, most important 80% or whatever, I actually disagree with that. You know, I think you've got, if you're not doing the right kind of exercise, you know, specifically, I think weight training, and I can explain why that is, if, if you'd like, is the most important. Uh, you're not going to keep and keep the, the body and health you want. Um, you know, nutrition is just, you know, the hardest part, right? Because <laughs> food's everywhere. It's easy to overeat. It tastes good. And it's friggin' confusing. You know, there's so many different plans. You know, I was taught you're supposed to eat every two to three hours, you know, then no, wait, you're supposed to do intermittent fasting and, you know, wait all day and eat a big meal. You're supposed to do low fat. No, it's low carb. You know, it's Atkins. Oh wait, now it's keto, which is, you know, Atkins basically repackaged. So, but mine's, nobody talks about mindset. And even if you're doing everything right, you know, the show, the biggest loser, right? You know, so many of those, those people lose so much weight completely. I mean, they go from three, four, five, six hundred pounds to looking like fitness models. And so many of them go back because they haven't changed their, their mindset. So it comes down to, you know, getting to the three things. Number one, you've got to have a strong enough reason why, you know, otherwise when things get hard, it's easy to work out, you know, eat right when you're motivated and life's good and you got no problems. Boom. Sometimes, you know, first problem hits, you know, person's done if they don't have a strong enough reason why. So having that why connecting with it. Uh, I've also found though, number two, just having a strong enough reason why is not enough. You know, our environment, our environments affect us. You know, it's, it's said, you know, common saying, you know, the five people you surround yourself is who you become. And if you go through the day, you know, right now neutral, you're going to end up negative with the news and social media and there's so much negativity. Um, so that's critical that you, number one, protect your mind and get around people who are doing something, you know, similar to you, whether you get a coach or a workout partner. It's why I have the private accountability group, you know, for my guys. It's like I said, 5,000 guys all over the world, you know, different backgrounds, ages, you know, sexual orientations, colors, whatever, like that doesn't matter. But everybody's, you know, what some people are four or 500 pounds. Some guys, you know, have six pack abs, but everybody's trying to better themselves and they're supporting each other. They're encouraging. So getting an environment like that. Um, and then the third thing is, you know, changing your, beliefs about yourself, you know, your subconscious mind, um, you know, controls a lot. So many of it is set up to 95% of our activity, right? It's controlled by our subconscious mind that runs in the background like a computer. You're not aware of it, but we go through our day, you know, making our decisions and, and our beliefs about ourselves. And most of that, those beliefs are formed, you know, in early childhood, like ages two to eight, you know, so our parents, teachers do the best they can, but you know, that we have a lot of junk, a lot of us, including myself, and if you don't change that junk, if you don't change, you know, if you believe you're a, a fat, unhealthy person, and then you've got the reinforcement of, you know, being overweight and unhealthy for 20, 30, 40 years, it's hard to change that mindset. Um, and so that's critical that you do that. And, you know, there's mental strategies, mindset strategies to do that. But I always start with the physical because, you know, every time you can get yourself to do it, get out of bed, right, do the workout. And it doesn't mean you're going to be perfect. Sometimes you're 30 minutes late, but you still did your workout today, right? Did you do it? Oh, I did for sure. Yeah. There you go. Okay. <laughs> so that's a win. So even though you didn't yeah. do it perfect, you're telling you're you're telling your subconscious mind that I am a per, I am a person who you know follows through on their commitments to their self. You know who's going to do their workout when they say they're going to do. Who's going to eat what I'm supposed to eat, and that will slowly start to change your subconscious mind and your belief. Ultimately, your beliefs about you know who you are. 
yeah, having that evidence really, really helps, doesn't it? Do you, with your clients, do you spend time going through mindset with them as well? More and more and more. Yeah. It sounds like you have a group where you obviously, you're probably talking about those things on a weekly basis. I do. I mean, more and more. I mean, again, when I, when I started, I didn't really understand it. It was, you know, I, I learned the, the X's and O's, you know, how to do the strength training, how to, you know, periodize your program, you know, right. Different types of cardio and, you know, nutrition and macronutrients and all that stuff, which is important. You know, you need to have that, but I didn't understand the importance of, of mindset. And, it, you know, why I was wondering why, you know, some people would, would get there. Some wouldn't, you know, some would go back. So yeah, it's, it's a huge part of, of what I do with my coaching now. Yeah. Locally, I, I, I interviewed a bunch of coaches in 2015. I think I interviewed 75 coaches <laughs> and one of them was a gal who owns a local uh, personal training center here in uh, close to us. And she became a coach because she realized that just like you said, like there, there is the, there's the physical, there's the nutrition, but she became a coach so that she could do a better job of helping people with, with the mindset aspect of it. That's awesome. It's yeah. needed. Yeah, for sure. You mentioned something because I know, I think sometimes people without doing a lot of research, and I think even as we get older, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm certainly getting older. People don't like going to the gym or they don't like lifting weights or whatever. So you, you briefly mentioned it there. Maybe you could touch on the importance of, of that. And I, and like I say, I think it's my own conviction is, is as I get older, um, it's super important. I'll tell you one quick story, if you don't mind. Is yeah, uh, that'd be awesome. So I used to work out at this community center, and there was this old guy there. He looked like Jack Lalane, you know, like he was, and he was complaining yeah. that all of his friends were passing away, and he <laughs> he he was just super healthy. But he was at the gym every morning. I'm he worked yeah. out for at least an hour, and uh, it, I think it was you know he was so healthy because he had. He had mus he had muscle tone and he had muscle, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, go go ahead and, and share with us your thoughts on that. Definitely. So, I'll talk about the the muscle and, and the importance before you know. I forget is like you said. A lot of people don't like to go to the gym or they can't go to the gym. You know, you you can get again if your determination is high enough, you can get results. You know, it's like people. What can you do? So, I have I had a guy in Canada, right? And I can't remember exactly where, but he was basically. I said, well, can you, do you have access to a gym? One of the first questions I asked, no, you know, it's, you know, negative 30. I basically don't leave the house. You know, I got no gym equipment at home. And so we literally, but, but he was going to be there for a couple of months and then he was going to go to his, he was going to be moving you know, somewhere where he could get to a gym. So he said, should I wait two months to start? I said, you can. I said, what I said, and but in, long story short, I said, we figured out that he could get uh, basically a pole and some grocery bags with rocks in it and use, you know, like a, a chair and a bench he had at home. And we got him doing, you know, four five, six basic exercises, you know, making some changes nutritionally, working on his mindset, which set him up for success. So, so first of all, you, you, if there's a will, there's a way, right? Um, but I am a huge believer in, in lifting weights and, you know, investing in having a gym membership or, you know, a home gym. And, and here's the reason, you know, let's, let's go with weight loss. You know, some guys, you know, or ladies want to gain, you know, muscle or get toned or, you know, get healthier. But number one uh, goal, right, people have come to me and, and pretty much in life, you know, we're, we're over 50%, well over 50% obese, I want to lose weight. And so what do most people do when they want to lose weight, they go on a diet. And you know, most people make two mistakes, they, 
you know, number one, get too big of a calorie deficit. So, so first of all, you've got something called your base metabolic rate, right? And that's the number of calories that your body burns just to maintain itself. So let's say, for example, you're not overweight, Rod, but let's say you, let's say you were 40 pounds overweight. You had a base metabolic rate of 2000. That means you could burn 2000 calories a day. You lay in bed all day. So if you eat 2000, you're not going to gain weight. You're not going to lose weight. If you want to lose weight, you need to create a deficit. The problem number one is most people create too big of a deficit. So they'll go down to, you know, 1200, 1000, 500 calories. Well, of course, you're going to lose weight. Uh, but the problem is the type of weight. So you're going to lose three types of weight. Number one, if you're doing, especially if you're doing low carb, you know, diet, any kind of low carb diet, uh, carbohydrates hold two to three grams of water. So you get rid of the carbs, water flushes out. Hey, I've lost, you know, five pounds, 10 pounds, 15 pounds in a week. N nothing's changed. You haven't lost any fat. Um, maybe it gets you motivated, you know, not necessarily bad, but, but, but not good. You're going to lose some body fat, which is a good thing. But inevitably, if your deficit's too big and you're not doing resistance training, strength training, lifting weights, you're going to lose muscle, which is a huge problem. So let's like, say you lose that 50 pounds. I don't remember if it was 40 or 50, whatever you lose 50 pounds. So you, let's say, you know, you've inevitably lost, you know, I don't know, 10 to 20 pounds of muscle. So now guess what? Muscle is what drives your base metabolic rate. So you're not burning 2000 calories anymore a day. You're only burning 1800 or 1700, 1600. You're starving from doing the friggin' diet, eating too few calories. You start eating normal again and you're worse off than you were before because your base metabolic rate is lower. And so most people gain all the weight back even more. And then they either go on another diet or they, you know, a lot of people give up or they'll go on another diet. And most people are literally driving their base metabolic rate lower and lower and lower every year, which is your biggest fat burner. You can only burn a certain number of calories while you're working out, you know, other 23 hours, whatever of the day is your biggest opportunity. You know, I compare it to, you know, working for your money versus investing. You know, you can only work so many hours a day trading your time for money. You invest your money, you're earning interest while you're sleeping. So it's the same thing. Every pound of lean muscle that you build is an extra, you know, 10 to 40, you know, approximately calories a day, depending on if you're a man or a woman, your metabolism. So it's, let's say 20 calories a day. My average client that works with me in the first puts on 20 pounds of lean muscle, which may sound like a lot, but you know, spread out makes you look nice, lean, athletic, not huge. And so now you're burning an extra, you know, what, 20 times, you know, 20, 400 calories every day, all day long. You've literally turned yourself into a fat burning machine, you know, not to mention you're never going to have the, the tone, you know, if you do want muscles, you know, strength, obviously you've got to work out, but even if your primary goal is just to keep the body fat off and stay lean. Uh, lifting weights uh, all day long. Um, you know, if I had to get rid of, if I had to pick between lifting weights and cardio, um, I think cardio does play its role. Uh, I'd pick, you know, if a gun to my head had to pick one, weights, 100%, no question. Cool. I, I saw a frightening picture the other day. It was a cross section of two people's um, uh, muscles. And yeah. uh, one was an aerobic athlete, and, you know, it was all, all muscle. And the other person was an overweight individual and it, the fat was mixed in with the muscle. And, the, and, and this person's point was that, you know, his dad was a professional baseball player, but as he got older, he started complaining about getting weaker and weaker and weaker. And this individual during the presentation was actually saying, my dad is the person on the right because uh, even though he was an athlete, he started to lose all of that muscle tone and it was taken over by fat. And that's why he was having problems walking and, 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 and feeling, feeling weak. So yeah, excellent. Well, well, good stuff Russ. I'm glad you said that if I can real quick, Rod, yeah. because you know, we thought, I'm known as the physique transformation expert and you know, Hey, looking great. And that's, that's all great. But yeah, muscle as we, most of my clients in their forties, fifties, sixties, 
you know, as we age, like having muscle for functionality is, mm-hmm. is so, so critical. I mean, like you said, your, you know, your friend's dad, he, he couldn't do the things he, he needed to do. So having that muscle and again, resistance training is the only thing that's going to get you that, uh, the studies that show the cardiovascular benefits of strength training, um, to, you know, obviously the bone health benefits, you know, preventing osteoporosis, that kind of stuff. It's one of the best things you can do. So yeah, the, the, it makes you look good, but it, you know, the, the health functionality benefits are, 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 you know, incredible as well. Yeah. And, and we know probably if you have aging parents or grandparents, I mean, what, they're falling all the time, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and th- that probably has to do with um, muscle tone as well. Well, you have one really cool question that's got me curious here again on your, uh, on your media sheet. It says, yeah. uh, the one brutally honest reality check that will change your outlook forever. So I just, as we, as we begin to wrap up here, I have to ask you that question. <laughs> what, what, are you, what are you talking about there? Yeah, the, the, so here's the, the good news. Anything you want, whether it's uh, you know a certain body, you know getting to a certain weight, starting your business, taking your business to a certain level, you know getting the the wife or husband of your dreams, like you can do it. Like we all have amazing potential we don't even realize inside of us. Bad news, it doesn't come. Anything great doesn't come easy. Hmm. I mean, it's you know it's it's freaking hard. <laughs> it's freaking hard. I mean, life you know life is amazing and, and beautiful, but you know, what, at least what I found for me and, and other successful, successful people I talked to, like life punches you in the face over and over and over. It's like the Rocky five, I think, right. It's not about how hard you can hit, how hard you can get hit and keep going. I mean, it's, it's so true. You know, I told you I won that contest, you know, I was on top of the world, right. Things, uh, you know, and then, and then people see me now, if you don't know my story, man, you know, this guy's, he's great. He's got, you know, you know, good, great business, good physique, beautiful wife, beautiful three kids. So, you know, shortly after I started that business and uh, I quit my job, my good pay, safe, you know, accounting job, starting my business, you know, I'd won the contest. I'm on cloud nine, you know, I get a call from my, you know, ex-wife, wife at the time, you know, told me she was leaving me and uh, found out she was having an affair, which, you know, as a man or woman, anybody that, you know, punches you in the face pretty hard, hits your ego. You know, a few months later, my dad, who was my you know best friend, super healthy, instrumental in, you know, helping me, you know, start my first business and, you know, co-signing on my loan even. And uh, he started having, you know, he was only 60 years old, having like you know, dizziness issues, memory issues, which was really strange because he was super sharp, sharp, super healthy. Long story short, he had a super rare disease, you know, CJD, uh, Crutchfield's Jacobs disease. It's literally a one in a million chance, you know, a prion protein in your brain mutates. Basically, it's like Alzheimer's that happens super fast. So he went from perfect health to dead in like seven weeks, you know, that, that crushed me, you know, just a couple of years. And we all have our, you know, genetics, right. You know, I could do a whole, whole talk on that, but you know, and there's certain things you can, can control. Um, I was unfortunate enough to have femur bones that are too big for my hip sockets. So I, age 30, I was bone on bone arthritis in my left hip and about 70% in my right, you know, tufted out for years and years and, you know, did the chiropractic, did the massage, did prolotherapy, PRP, everything I could do naturally. Finally decided two years ago to have a hip replacement and everybody I talked to said, uh, oh, hips are easy, you know, knees are hard and you can do whatever you want. And so I had the surgery seven days after the surgery, I'm in my kitchen making protein pancakes, no joke, and uh, get in the wrong position, trying to pick up a small piece of the protein batter that fell on the ground and my hip dislocated. I knew it was a possibility, but extremely rare and worst pain imaginable. Um, I was literally terrified to to move for 
months and I did the worst thing you can do. I started Googling hip dislocations and found all these people that said, oh, you know, mine popped out three times, five times, 10 times, you know, it keeps popping out for the rest of your life. I, this is like two years ago, Rod. And I'm, you know, I have somebody who works on my mental toughness and, and mindset. And I thought it was over. Like, I'm like, I'm done as a man. I'm a, I'm a gimp for the rest of my life. And, um, long story short, I got it together and it was back in the gym doing, you know, five weeks later doing light upper body. And now it's my hips, not perfect. And my right one hurts like hell a lot of the time. And I'll probably have to have it replaced. But, you know, so many of us look at, you know, what we, you know, you can have somebody, I had a guy the other day, I can't start the workout plan because my, you know, pinky toes bruised literally. And, you know, and, and I know people that I'm grateful for, for what I have with, with my hips and my legs. I mean, there's people who don't have limbs, right? I mean, the, the, and all kinds of crazy stuff. So my point to all that is like, you can have what you want, but the brutal truth is like, nothing comes easy. You're going to get punched in the face. Uh, but what I found is the reason I'm so passionate about sharing your know, health and fitness, whether you're trying to you know, look a certain way or, or most people, you know, feel a certain way, grow their business, make more money through their relationship is because I know because of what I know now, what I learned, you know, 17 and a half years ago from Skip and from other coaches and mentors over the past 17 years, no matter what life throws at me, no matter how many times I get punched in the face, I can't control everything, but I can control, you know, how I feel, you know, how I look and my confidence, you know, which lets me know I can handle anything, literally. It's kind of like that saying, like you, you can't control what happens in your life, but you, the one thing you can control is your attitude and how you, yeah. how you respond to it. Right? It's so true, man. Yeah, yeah. So true. All these little sayings, you know, <laughs> and I think, I don't know if you're like me, but you hear them so much and you kind of get, you know, numb to them and, oh yeah, I know that. But it's like, it's freaking true. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's why podcasts and, and these kinds of conversations are so good because we do need to be reminded. It's helpful to be reminded of these things once in a while. And I appreciate that coming from you because I know that having a positive mindset and being positive is a really important thing to you. And that's a message that you convey, but there's, you know, it's both and right at the same time, we, we suffer and we go through things and yeah, it's, it's somehow all works together. That's just, that's just the reality of it. It is hundred percent. Yeah. Well, Russ, it's been great visiting with you. Like I said, I just felt like this conversation would be a great fit for, fuel radio what do you have what's what's coming up for you or what's uh yeah how do people get in touch with you and are there any events or anything any specials or anything that, that you'd like people to be aware of yeah definitely so so actually put this if anybody wants you know we didn't get we got a little bit into the the meat and potatoes of you know working out and really not nutrition we talked a lot about mindset which i'm glad because that's so critical uh so you know i actually put putting together a special page for your listeners uh it'll be just rustyager.com uh, i think it's forward slash fuel radio my tech person's doing it uh but it, you know we'll put the link in the um in the podcast and there'll be some resources there you know some some free resources uh you know resource to my body transformation university program for men. Um, I have a mastermind, um, you know, for men, you know, who want to, um, again, and, you know, grow their business. This is specifically for CEOs and for, you know, businessmen, um, that want to you know, grow their business, make more money, improve their relationships, you know, as well as, as improve their physical. So, um, yeah, that would probably be the best thing. I mean, I'm on social media, more, more active Facebook, a little active on, uh, Instagram. And it's just my name, you know, Russ Yeager and it's Y E A. G-E-R. Uh, there's Y-A-G-E-R Jaegers as well. So I'm a Y-E-A. Good stuff. So if you're listening on iTunes today or some other platform, SoundCloud, uh, we'll have links to all of those things that Russ mentioned. And thank you so much for putting that sheet together. I love that when guests do that. So I hope that our listeners will 
we'll check that out. And um, I feel like we only just touched the surface of things that we could talk about, Russ. So maybe we could have another conversation in, in tw- 12 months or something like that. We'll, we'll, we'll reconvene and, and go a little bit deeper. Maybe talk a little bit more about business next time and how all of that relates to, uh, to what you do in health and fitness and mindset and the rest of it that we talked about today. I would love that, Rod. I feel like, I don't know if you feel the same way being an entrepreneur, like you're kind of a weirdo and, and isolated, <laughs> but you know, there's certain people and you're one of them, man. I just, it's great to connect with you. I feel like I can talk with you all day. So yeah, I'd love to do that. Excellent. Thanks. You've been listening to Fuel Radio.